This week's episode of Awesome Cast is brought to you by Drobo, the lovely people who will make sure that your data is safe at all times. Go ahead and check it out at awesomecast.com. Click on the Drobo link on the right-hand side to learn more. Hey guys, it's the Awesome Cast. We are back. We've survived the New York trip. Well, not all of us. Chachi is MIA. Uh, I knew I shouldn't have stored him under my seat on the mega bus. Uh, but we're here. I am Sorg, and, uh, and and we're here in Pittsburgh, PA. And most of our people are in, are in various reaches of the same town. Uh, yet we're all lazy and won't get in one place. Uh, with us, head lazy guy, Rob De La Creta. How you doing? <laughs> Head lazy guy. Yeah. I don't know. Why not? Sure. Uh, we'll have to take uh, that creative technologist off of there. What? What is it? Oh, oh yeah. Change my. I, wow, it's been a while. Yeah. How long have we been doing this? Uh for well over a year, sir. I'm sorry, we didn't have an anniversary party. Oh yeah, we were going to do a thing. We never did a thing. No, we? we never did a thing. Nope. Oh, that's a shame. No, nope. two years. Two years is more important. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll say three years. Yeah, five. No, ten. It took five to do one for the Mayhem show, so you know, maybe we'll just hold off for that and just start planning now. There you go. There you go. How you doing, Rob? I am, uh, I spent another day at the museum, which is why we're starting late. Apologies. Um, and, um, I don't know. I've got orange juice. That's all I have to talk about right now. You got what? I have orange juice. Orange juice. Juice I have, of oranges. I have apple cider. Really? I've been rocking the apple cider. I, I yeah, I, I walk up the, up the hill uh to the uh, the new marketplace and uh and and get myself some apple cider really is that like literally walking distance for you that's three blocks oh my god they just they just reopened a grocery store i would drink so much cider mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do they have like the the hot foods counter thing and all that yeah thing? they got that they got an eating spot oh, iga man. marketplace up on broadway in, in beachview yeah i don't oh. know why we're talking about this but you know what why well, <laughs> it's awesome it's awesome that i can walk get cider get myself a sandwich and go across the street for coffee now. Uh, that's right. Beachview is uh, is booming right now. Uh, but <laughs> also with us, uh, uh, he was on a couple weeks ago in our in our uh, what the hell? Let's get some people on here. Show the Riz from the Wrestling Mayhem show that joins us. We'll be talking to him about his shiny new iPhone. It's shiny. It is shiny. It's, it's brand. It's few days old right now. There but you go. It's got it's, some, it's got broken in right right right. I'm, I got a case for it, you know, it's cool. Cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> I know, I sound so <laughs> enthused about this. You're like, dude, cool you got an story, iPhone. bro. <laughs> <laughs> and with us is Brett Wewara from OnlyNPGH.com, founder and CEO. How you doing tonight, sir? Pretty good. I appreciate being able to be on the uh, venerated awesome cast. We venerated? Is, is it? Who venerated us? Not yeah, this who, guy. Who venerated us? Is that like is that like Chachi verified? Because if so, I, I like that awesome cast. No, no, that doesn't sound good. Actually, <laughs> so uh, you're with onlyinpgh.com. It's a uh, actually literally ran into you down at that uh, Project Olympus that uh, was the day the day of pod camp. <laughs> yeah, that was like the most random little piece of happenstance ever. That was awesome. Uh, it, it, the, the, T- this turns into a smaller town the more you get out there, it seems. Um, oh, it's in the Bible. Thanks for that, YCW. Uh, 
All right. <laughs> so tell us about OnlyInPGH.com and, uh, and why we should be ch- checking it out over here. Well, Only in Pittsburgh is a startup that's coming out of CMU. Um, and what we're doing is creating new ways for people to digitally connect to local communities. Um, the first instance of that is what's up on OnlyInPGH.com right now. Uh, it's a site for making it easy to find things to do in Pittsburgh. Uh, if you check it out, you can see it's all map-based and it you know, lets you search for the things you want to do, makes it easy to kind of see where things are at. You can also see what places are nearby in case you find an event and want to find like a nearby restaurant and stuff. Um, some of the cool features that are available now are uh, if you create an account and register either through Facebook or by doing it yourself, um, you can create a personalized calendar of events. So if you see something you like, you can press that add to my PGH button that's next to every event, um, which creates a personal calendar, which you can then export to your uh, Android or fancy iPhone 4S if it's shiny enough. And uh, so that's what we're what we've got going on right now. Actually, tomorrow we're going to be launching some new features, uh, which I'm really excited about. Uh, we're going to be launching a new feature called Scenes, which is going to be a way for people to kind of keep track of different scenes around Pittsburgh. We're starting with arts and music, um, and it's going to be a centralized place to get information about uh, news from blogs and news sources, uh, different places that are part of the scene. Uh, different events that you should be checking out and, uh, and a place for people to chat. So that's going to be launching tomorrow. So definitely make sure to check back. Awesome. Awesome. So I, I, how long you guys been uh, been doing this site? Well, I've actually been doing only in PGH as a website for over two years now. I started it as a uh, photo blog. Um, and we were, you know, people just send in photos from t- people take around Pittsburgh. We still have a big photo component to the site, actually. It's uh, one of the photos, the photos uh, navigation button there um, shows different uh, photos people have taken and submitted. And then uh, kind of going back to school in CMU, decided I wanted to do more with it. And we've been coming up with ideas for how to, you know, better connect people to what's going on in and around Pittsburgh. And it's just kind of grown from there. Awesome. Yeah, I, it always seems like uh, in this town, uh, people people have trouble finding things to do. Like there's there's bubbles, you know, um, especially with like tech events and everything. Yeah. Um, and, and I really like how how it gets, it's, it's broken down. As as a sample, uh, while you were talking, I, I even typed zombie and got something to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> Up at the Oaks Theater, they're playing zombie um so uh i mean it, it, it's pretty cool it's another way to kind of visualize like you know especially as neighborhood centric as as uh people in this area uh can be yeah absolutely and that's kind of one of the things you know there's so many people that are new to the area or you know even us who've lived here a while we kind of get stuck in our bubble in our little space and don't really know what's going on everywhere else and there's no real good online place to find that out right now um, so we're trying to fill that gap and also uh, just keep adding new features. Uh, the, in the next couple of months, we're going to be really kicking it up a notch. Um, so, yeah, just make sure to keep uh, keep checking back on us. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so you mentioned you're, uh, you're a, a, a CMU startup. And that's with uh, – is it with Project Olympus? Project Olympus – it's a uh, it's a startup incubator program that's okay. uh, for CMU and uh, students and faculty both can be in it. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I noticed there's uh, what what I uh, had my walkthrough uh, was like probably about a month ago. Uh, I noticed a lot of companies that I've seen over in Alpha Lab as well. Yeah, yeah. Project Olympus. Uh, there's there's a lot of uh, companies that started in Olympus and then moved on to Alpha Lab or Idea Foundry. 
Okay. And and how is that? I mean, we're, uh, we have a lot of discussions about the community here at you know the startup, and that there's a, there's a really especially around CMU. There's a lot of stuff building. Uh, I, I was actually down there talking with a fellow from uh, SponsorChange.org that we featured in the last uh, uh, Unsung episode. Um, so there's, there's a really cool variety of stuff too. Yeah, yeah. There's a ton of stuff. Actually, I would. Uh, Raymark graduated from the same program I did in uh, public policy program at CMU mm-hmm. uh, from Sponsor Change. And, and yeah, there's a huge variety of stuff, and there's a ton of things coming out of CMU and other places around Pittsburgh. And I really feel like the entrepreneurial community is really starting to take hold. Um, there's just there, there's a there's a lot of stuff going on, and uh, we're we're happy to be a part of it. Excellent, excellent. Uh, so yeah, everybody check that out. Uh, uh, onlyNPGH.org. You're on uh, only on onlyNPGH on Twitter. I know I see every once in a while. Yep, yep. We uh, we like to be on Twitter, and actually, it's onlyNPGH.com. Just to, oh. just so people don't get the uh, the other site. <laughs> There's another one. Is it? Is there? Is there? Is there a dot com battle going on? You know, I actually, when you said that, I have no idea what's on onlyPGH.org, and uh, I no, really should. No, not worry. <laughs> now somebody's going to squat it. Yeah, <laughs> it is available. Ooh. Oh, .net available. Hmm. There you go. There you go. Do you have like a wah, 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 wah sound effect? <laughs> Sad trombone right now. Uh, sorry, I was looking at a dot org uh, and it just kind of threw it over there. So uh, thanks, and anyway, you hope stick around. Let, you know, uh, let us know what you think about the stories of the week. There, Brett. Sounds good. I appreciate it. And everybody, check that out. Now, Riz, let's go over to you. Okay. You are coming from Android to your shiny, fancy pants iPhone 4s, and I think you're mm-hmm. the only one I know that has got one already. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is. This is my very first iPhone, actually. Okay. Um, I've been always – first, I was in the uh, pay-as-you-go plan, and I went to a, a contract, and then now I graduated to an iPhone. But, um, yeah, it, it's pretty nice. It's pretty neat that I can do all I can do with the iPod with said iPhone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Like, what else? What do you want to know? <laughs> have you played with Siri any? I have. Yes. And I, I was I was very skeptical about it at first mm-hmm. because I know like on like Google translators and uh, YouTube uh, translators and all that stuff they don't really do much. But I'm gonna test it out on you guys here. Okay. Make sure <clears throat> make sure hold it up to your microphone so we can hear it. I will. <clears throat> I am now on the awesome cast with Michael, with Sorg, Rob, and only in PGH. And it says, can oh, you read that? I'm now on the awesome cast call a little more still. Yeah. Michael's wait wait did it change my Michael's? name to Michael? Yeah, it, it's not really that good. Or it says it? Mike. I mean, it's it didn't really pick it up much because it says Michael's with his sword, Rob, <laughs> and and only in PGH. But you're gonna have that. And I, I remember playing with uh with Siri when it was a standalone app. Like I would try to tweet, and it was like it was okay, recognize, and then fix whatever is screwed up, and then tweet. Right. So. I think I I did a good one on like 
minutes before I was on here, mm-hmm. and it worked really well. And I did try to, I did do a uh, an event thing, an event uh, thing that they wanted to do, and like a wrestling mayhem show, eight p.m. That's not good. What did it say? <laughs> I found 14 restaurants whose reviews mentioned bagels fairly close to you. <laughs> so it's not perfect. It's, it's not, not perfect. perfect. But still, it's a, it's a great thing to have on here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably not going to use it much. But whenever I do, I can re- pretty much rely on it. So, so, so I can find a bagel it, it wasn't it wasn't key for you checking it out, right? In the long run, and I think Chilla before the show mentioned that it it also is very 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 fast, mm-hmm. and that's that's key. That's I like that a lot, and um, and of course the battery life is that's pretty good. I mean, it I I've had it out for a day or so without a charger. And it didn't really get to the uh, red yet. Uh, so. can, can we test something? I, 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 while I was on, the, I was sitting on the mega bus. I was looking up some some news and found a uh, a Siri uh, uh, article. I think it was on Engadget. I'm trying to pull it up here. Uh, oh. Ask it what the meaning of life is. Okay, I will. Hold on. Let me see. What is the meaning of life? I give up. See, I give up. I give up. <laughs> Um, there it goes. I give up. Um, uh, there, there was a bunch of them posted where like some of them were 42. Uh, there was one, is it, is what's the quote from, uh, um, uh, space odyssey open the pod bay doors. And it says, I can't do that. Like open really? the pod bay doors. Oh, this is sigh. Sigh. <laughs> Can I throw out another test there? Sure. Sure. I was playing around with uh, the Google Voice uh, search the other day, and um, you know, just typing in ridiculous things, and then I started laughing, and it actually came up with LOL, which I thought was the coolest thing ever. So I was wondering if uh, if uh, Siri does that too. <laughs> Let's see, it's loading. Yeah, it didn't pick it up. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, it didn't. Uh, ha, 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 ha. What is it? I'm, I'm glad you think it's funny. <laughs> That's pretty so, good. yeah, there's a lot of humor with this yeah, thing. If you if you uh, ask, uh, like, uh, where where can I find some weed, it, it'll it'll point you to head shops and what, Google Maps or whatever it looks up. Uh, if it asks, where can I score some drugs, it'll look up uh, rehab centers. <laughs> um, so there's a little, there's a, there's a good bit of humor and, and, uh, there, there, a lot of people have been having some fun with it. Um, so yeah. it, it's co- pretty cool to see that. I might now have to try this out a lot more. <laughs> try different phrases, you know, um, what do we call it? Bo diggity? Yell Bo diggity at it and see what happens. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> just I'll a, try that. Just the translation would be enough. We'll play with that on the mayhem <laughs> show. Um, but, uh, but, but, but otherwise, I mean, uh, your transition thing is again, you had the Android phone phone before. Uh, how are you liking that transition? I 
I love it a lot. I mean, it's it's a lot better. It's a lot. It runs a lot smoother than the i than the uh, Android. Uh, I haven't had a crash on it here yet. Mm-hmm. It's only been a few days, but still, it's it it runs. It's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I don't have the 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 widgets or anything, but I don't really need widgets. And <laughs> but it, it's really good. And I have newsstand and all that stuff. I find my Find my iPhone, find friends, all that new stuff that they posted on here. So, yeah. Awesome. Now, wait, is find friends, is that an iOS, is that a, oh iOS 5 thing or a 4S thing? I, it's an um, iOS 5 thing. It is? iOS 5. Because I haven't noticed, like, any of the new um, icons or anything. Uh, you have up. to download it from the app yeah. store. Oh, you still have to download It's, like, still another thing mm-hmm. on top of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, just like the uh, the cards app, you have to download that too. Because I've just updated this this morning, finally to the to the real OS five. Um, mm. You know, I really does seem when they op- they put a new version on the beta goes insane. Because I had a uh, one point where uh, the screen was upside down, the bar was still here, and there was a keyboard that kept popping up on the side. Never seen that before huh. with, a, with an iPhone. Um, but uh, but uh, you know, other than that, like Rob, you've gotten the uh, the, the final iOS five. How you how you liking it there on your uh, four? Uh, I actually feel like I should have stuck with the last beta. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, I've encountered a, a couple of really annoying bugs. It's probably just because I haven't heard too much about them. Um, but like, I've got this awesome thing where my phone is locked, and then I uh, I guess my phone doesn't have to be locked. But if I swipe down to look at my email. Mm-hmm. And then I pick something, it'll open. I'm going to see if it's going to do it. Of course, it doesn't do it. But it'll basically load the header, so to say, like, from, to, and then the subject and the date and nothing else, and the whole screen will lock up. So, like, you could you could try and tap anywhere you want. You're never going to get anywhere, and the email is never going to load. The only way to fix it is to close out of mail, go into the multitasking task pane thing, whatever you want to call it, close mm-hmm. mail, reopen mail and then reselect the email from in there and eventually everything will reload itself just so just just some funny stuff yeah just some funny stuff my battery life has been atrocious i've been hearing a little bit about that about how it's been uh, uh but you know don't you always get that with the new os ah, i don't know man I, i'm pretty <laughs> sure it's all tied into location services and yeah. also um because what i did it I think I figured it out. It was a combination of find my friends, which will update your GPS status every 30 seconds, mm-hmm. uh, and the Foursquare radar, which was launched like a day after iOS 5 came out, which also checks your GPS chip a little too frequently. Oh, I Once I turned it. those two off, it seemed like my battery life went right back up. And plus, Hale, how much is it doing when you're sitting on Wi-Fi with iCloud? Uh, you mean like wireless syncing or what? Wireless syncing. Um, well, you have to enable that. I don't yeah. have that turned on. Uh, or photo stream or anything like that. Don't do photo stream. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brett, are you are you uh, uh on iPhone over there? No, I have a Droid actually. <laughs> so you're tired of hearing of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the new hotness for uh, for us Droid folks is launching tonight in oh, yeah? Nexus. So looking forward to that. Oh, is the announcement tonight? It's like yeah. at ten o'clock our time, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's something ridiculous, but I but I, I yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I mean, and that's and you know, Nexus is what I know uh, Android always looks forward to because that's pretty much the standard bearer for you guys. 
Yeah, it really is. They they try out the new cool stuff, and not that I'll like get it in the near future, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to seeing what people say about it. At mm-hmm. least. And it trickles down to everything else by the time like, you know you're ready to get a phone. Of course, it's kind of a yeah. nice little preview copy uh, of everything. So um, we, we talked about Siri, and it, it's a little weird because Siri is only on iPhone 4s, uh, oddly, uh, but apparently it's been hacked already as you would expect these days. Um, so it's definitely been uh, ported over to iPhone 4 with better performance. Um, so, I, And I, I did hear the first couple of days, this was really bogged down. Siri wasn't connecting on launch day uh, because, of course, everybody's going to try it out. So um, I, I'm wondering if that's the reason why uh, it's, it's on 4S only right now. That and it is still technically in beta. Yeah, I'd say so. And it, it seems like uh, the guy that I work with, he uh, he got one. And uh, we keep trying to use Siri, and it keeps just not working at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like they, I don't, it's kind of weird to say. Like, you would think if you're going to launch this thing, you would have an idea of how many you're going to sell because you know how many of the devices you've made, which gives you an approximation of how many people are actually going to use Siri, i.e. every single person who buys one at least once. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's it's certainly going to go through a honeymoon phase where everybody uses it, and then people just get tired of talking to themselves, and then they, like every other like voice driven technology. Um, but it seems like they really kind of like got a big old F on figuring out how to scale the the Siri uh, data platform and making it so it actually connects and works all the time. Because nobody's having really good luck with it consistently. Uh, Skull, Skull from Skull's one from the chat room is that saying he ordered, it, but he's curious if it speaks German. And actually, this should be uh, location centric, just like everything else on your phone, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, it should completely whatever as long as you have the the lo- location or languages or however the iPhone handles that, uh, it should it should handle it appropriately. Um, and I guess it's sending everything to a server. It's not doing all the processing uh, locally, right? Which is which is what I'm saying, like. They had to scale some serious data center muscle mm-hmm. to make it so this thing worked for everybody, and it's not working for everybody. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, the Siri app not not nearly that many people. Right, had the Siri it, app was like you would have to go a, out and find it. Yeah, it was a curiosity, and it wasn't a well advertised one. Right, um, and and this has been rebuilt apparently from the ground up. Um, you know. With, and, and as it is, uh, Apple had problems. Was it last Wednesday when iOS five came out, and the update that made iCloud work in all in your uh, in your on your Mac, and uh, you know the, the airport update. I think there might have been something else. Uh, they got hit hard uh, and, and still can't handle those large those launch uh, uh, day issues that they usually have. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they made them worse this year. Yeah, yeah, and AT and T had a terrible, terrible time with activations as always. Yeah, Verizon yeah, was fine, Sprint was fine, but people were having to wait like upwards of like twenty tries of activation through iTunes over like six hours to try and get the thing to activate. Uh, there's been an interesting thing. I, I talked with Chilla uh, over the weekend. He was saying people were getting uh, people that get their phones. Uh, they're not officially selling unlocked phones, but you can still buy your like you know regular two hundred dollar iPhone for six hundred fifty dollars with no contract. They've been taking it home, plugging it into iTunes, and they've been already unlocked. Huh? Um, I, we don't. Th- there's been reports of this. Uh, of course, I'm you know who's going to drop seven hundred bucks to test it? Uh, but but it, it seems like maybe they under the radar uh, left their unlocked phones out there early. It's kind of weird. 
But uh, you know, a big thing for him, I know he's on T-Mobile using an iPhone. Uh, and you know, I'm curious about if I can unlock my old iPhones and give to my T-Mobile friends so they can, you know, get the iPhone they've been, you know, you know, not allowed so far. I guess. I, is that weird that T-Mobile is the only one kind of left in the dark right now? Yeah. As far as the iPhone, the iPhone love goes, because I know you know Sprint. A lot of people are like saying, "Finally, I got the iPhone." You know, uh, it, me, it, like 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 Riz is a perfect uh, example of that. Uh, and then I, it has to be because of the CT and T merger pending. But um, all right, let's see what we got here. Um, actually, we're going to co- toss it to a video uh, before we get to uh, the rest of our news. A uh, little something we put together. Uh, we're going to have a few things over the next uh, few weeks from the New York City Comic Con. Uh, Chachi and I went out there, interviewed a lot of people. We'll have a lot of stuff here over in the Wrestling Mayhem show. We talked to Mattel for some WWE figures. And uh, and, and anything that doesn't fit in these shows, uh, we're just going to release for specials. Look for some stuff from uh, Voltron. Uh, talk to the guys over at South Park about uh, some video games in the in their latest documentary. But this is, uh, well, yeah, check out the video. Uh, you guys can check it out for yourself. Uh, I'm here with John from Real Illusion to talk to us about uh, some really cool software that we uh, came across here uh, at the Comic-Con. Really surprised us. Really cool stuff using the Connect of all things. Absolutely. Yeah, so we're showing iClone, which is the first real-time animation software that allows you to animate using the Microsoft Connect. No Xbox is required, but we recommend you have one. Uh, but you, what you can do is basically you plug in the Connect directly to your PC and then animate directly inside iClone just by acting in front of the Connect. Uh, this is with the new Microsoft SDK now, right? Right, so uh, we're just rolling into the Microsoft SDK. Uh, we launched with OpenNI, uh, the OpenNI driver, so we're an early partner with PrimeSense. Uh, we actually just did the keynote for Microsoft Tech Days, so we're an official uh, Microsoft-sanctioned product with Connect now. Uh, so, um, you know, the idea is that basically uh, you plug in the Connect, um, you can audition your animation live for the character you want to bring to life, hit record, record your animation, and then make any tweaks on the fly. So it really makes animation accessible to the creative minds who otherwise are usually just watching animation. Uh, now, is there any cons- uh, concerns about how sensitive is Connect? I mean, this is I mean, this is a, a consumer product. People are getting it's one hundred fifty dollars off the shelf. Um, and, you know, versus you know, we've seen you know mocap where they have the balls and some really sensitive. Uh, how how close can this get? And is there anything we need to watch out for because it is a, a let's say cheaper uh, device? Right. So, um, you know, the accessibility of Connect is widespread at $149, you're right. Um, iClone's $199, so we're kind of blowing away the, uh, you know, uh, ceiling of uh, 10000 or 15000 or upward entry level for mocap. And, um, you know, if you've ever uh, looked into any rates for renting a studio, that gets even higher. So the idea with Connect, though, is if you played the games, you understand how the Connect works and how it moves. We have a, be- a bit of a finer sense of animation with uh, iClone because we're dealing directly with character control, right? Um, So, you know, the concept is that you want to have about the same amount of space as you would to play a game, about seven feet from the Kinect. Um, And then, you know, it really doesn't matter. You can be in your own living room, kitchen, wherever you're comfortable to create some motion, record that motion and get your characters moving. Now, who, um, I, I, you know, I know aspiring people that want to do kind of web stuff for the animation, you know, just to kind of get some some, some stuff. Who, who is the target for this uh, type of software? 
iClone really spreads um, you know, the spectrum of uh, what kind of users um, we have with the software. We have everything from students that are the ages of 12 learning uh, real or learning animation for the first time, getting started, um, all the way up to uh, studios like Jimmy Kimmel Live and the John Stewart at The Daily Show are using our software because of its quick ability to uh, address just-in-time animation so that they can respond to things that are happening in the news today before they get stale, create a satirical animation with it, and then uh, you know provide us with some nice belly laughs there at late night. You know, I, I used to, I did a lot of work with safety training in the past, and were uh, accident recreations, and this seems like it'd be something that'd be marketed to uh, uh, development houses for that too, as well, right? Right. So um, it actually has a wide range. So um, you know, for previs, for filmmakers, uh, we work with uh, studios like Flying Sorcery. These guys did all the animatics for the Iron Man movies. Um, you know, previous to iClone, they were doing like little stick figures on popsicle sticks. So uh, we think we've evolved them quite a bit. Um, but at the same time, you have, uh, like you mentioned, for forensic animation. Absolutely. I mean, the application really fits what you want. The content inside the software doesn't demand that you're a modeler. We have a huge repository of real-time content. So if you need a Sherman tank, uh, you want a wizard, you need a castle, or you just want to blow some stuff up, um, iClone has a huge library of content. For developers or more serious folks that are modelers, we can import uh, content from Max, Maya, ZBrush, bring in all that content. We supply a hefty uh, amount of white papers as well as SDK um, and uh, plugins for our bones so that you can rig up your characters, bring them into our software, and take advantage of the animation tools that we have to be able to create your own custom characters and animation inside our software. It takes about five seconds to do calibration, which is a bit unheard of in mocap world. That's usually what you do the first day in the studio. Uh, so once we've got the calibration together, you can kind of see that Connect is really smart. It knows even with uh, the one camera, um, if I want to turn around, I can do that. So this is the rig that we would puppeteer if we want to uh, do the animation. So now I can translate that over to the character. So I'll come over here and I'll arm my character. And so we'll arm the character where we can do like an audition of the character, right? So now I can uh, start to work with the character here if I want uh, to bring the character into, into so you can bring your own characters to life. Now, I know, of course, it's not perfect, but is that something I can bring in and clean up those little bits afterwards? Right. So um, say we wanted to do some animation with the character, and then in the end we need to do some cleanup. Right. You need, you'll need you have the opportunity to do a little bit of that, and uh, the way that we can do that is just do some motion offset. The character, um, once we've done some mocap, if we want to, we can come in and open up the motion layer, and this is where you can see a lot of the principles of animation here. So we can start really working with cleaning up the character and setting keyframes along the timeline. So it's a real blend between nuance of animation, new tools for mocap, and traditional principles of animation because we can't forget those. Those are important. So what we want to do is bring those two worlds together to create a more accessible animation software that can make filmmakers out of those that want to tell stories. Uh, tell me, uh, price availability? Right, so iClone's $199. Uh, the mocap plugin is $99 to add the Connect if you want to bring that in. Um, the availability is it's available now. It's commercially available now. You can take your Connect, plug it right in, and uh, start animating. So, so uh, for $300 plus the price of a Connect, you could have mocap 
down and dirty. That's absolutely true. Fantastic, fantastic. Thanks uh, a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off the the show notes that you know for a minute because I added something. Oh, um, no. There's this awesome little Facebook app that popped up. Uh, I think just today. It's called Take This Lollipop. Okay. Uh, and what it is, you sign up for this app, and it says, you know, the usual. Does this application have the ability? Like, do you want to grant it rights to access your feed or whatever, and do that kind of stuff? And of course, you uh, you give in to all of the privacy stuff, and then it uh, it plays this awesome video of this creepy dude uh, looking through like your Facebook stream and looking through photos of you, and and he's getting like angrier and angrier as he's looking at all of your personal stuff, and your stuff is all embedded, and uh, and then it like segues to him in a car with like your face taped to the dashboard and uh, a little GPS with like your, your home address coordinates set into it. And uh, it's, it's pretty amazing and creepy. There's not really, it doesn't seem like there's a, an ad behind it. It's just, uh, it's just like somebody trying to prove a point. Yeah. I think it's just somebody trying to prove a point and be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm finally loading the article right now, actually. Um, <laughs> I love the the icon is interesting. Uh, yeah, there, there it is right there. Um, oh, Hillard is next. What is this? I, I, I'm curious. So you, should, should we do a demo of it right here? Oh, go for it. Uh, yeah, sure. Everybody's yeah. gonna find out everything about me right now. I, I dare you. I'm actually doing it too. So all right, I'm connected. I'm gonna connect with Facebook. The resolution is gonna be really funky with this. So I'm gonna log in. Oh, that, yeah, Riz is using it. It's telling me already. Um. Slowly. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're not we're not recording. Are yes, we? we're recording. <laughs> Wait, holy... All right, scary music. Scary music. I'm on the hallway. There's a guy at a desk. This is like video too. Yeah. He's got a computer. I think I had that case in about 1999. I like the soundtrack. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> he has me. Facebook's boring. There's Rob. Talking about rain. See, he's very sad at my profile. This is my wedding. <laughs> Bunch of pictures from God knows when. It's me filming the breezes. Really angry about you filming. He's really angry about my work on the breezes. This is there's a lot into this. Yeah. Man, that's where I wait. <laughs> that's not where I live. Wedding photo again. <laughs> I hope somebody's gonna take a cue and come off. Oh, you know, if somebody knocks on my door, I'll be. I was thinking the same. He's in the car. He's getting out of the car. <laughs> there's, there's way too much sky for that to be my place. <laughs> oh, <I'm getting> <laughs>
that's uh that's really interesting yeah <laughs> i hope you're not you're not checking that out like in the middle of the night uh creeping yourself out there they'll definitely yeah. do that to you how'd yours go riz i want to see how it goes when it goes down to the hour yeah yeah i don't know I mean, it's got to be for something. Somebody put a lot of work into that. Yeah, yeah, just to be like for, for what? <laughs> the, uh, that music's still going really in the campy background. horror movie or something. That That's creepy. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you're seeing those now. Like, I've seen a lot of indie movies that are like like Facebook, the worst thing that can happen from Facebook kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Wow, and that's just yeah. Take this. Wait, what does the lollipop have to do with anything? Um, because he's creepy and old. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, he's going to show up at my door and give me candy. From his windowless van. From his windowless van. <laughs> it wasn't in a windowless van either. So. I don't think it was. Anyways, uh, so Google is axing a lot of its services late, lately. Google Buzz is one of the uh, latest on the hit list. Thankfully, finally, I can get rid of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's about time. Yeah, th- there's like... I think I mentioned before there's like one person who replies to me on Buzz every once in a while. And I just forget that all of my stuff aggregates to Buzz. Mm-hmm. So every time I reply, I'm like, you realize you're, like, you're the only one on Buzz. You know that, right? <laughs> you, know, you know you're alone. Nobody's, nobody's talking back to you, are they? Um, but they're also getting rid of code search. Um, I Google social features. And oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. How could you get rid of that? iGoogle. Who uses iGoogle anymore? Is is what is iGoogle? You don't know iGoogle? Oh, that's I don't know what like, iGoogle is. That was the thing they were pushing uh, a few years ago. I used to do. That. Oh, I oh wow. The, the, I forgot about start I... page where you put all your stuff. You put your little weather widget, and you put. I had all my RSS feeds set up there, and that's uh, where I read the news. That's what I what I wasted the first fifteen minutes of work with uh, hey, for a while. So, I mean, I mean, it was it was great, but it just got so buggy because I think I tried to make it do too much. Yeah. Uh, he said. But the, I mean, this has kind of been the, been a big push lately to kind of cut a lot of the dead weight, uh, cut a lot of the resources that have been going into a lot of these labs projects. Uh, you know, some of them sad to go, you know see them going away, but uh, it not not these ones necessarily. Do you, uh, do you actually use a homepage? Um, no, no. Me I either. have. Uh, I actually I use Chrome and uh, sync them across all my browsers since I move so much, and yeah. I have a nice. I'll show you right here. Uh, I have a start the day uh, folder here, and I just right click and open all bookmarks, and that's how I start my day. So I check into my, wow. you know, uh, you know, my freelance stuff, my email, my calendar, and my to do list, and uh, and Hootsuite for for the Twitters to see what's going. I have on. no idea what my homepage is. I can't even. How do I go to my homepage? Anyway, my first? homepage is just Google. Uh, start a new browser. Yeah, yeah homepage well, is I, like so. 1999. New window. Oh, I have the. Um, that's what it is. My homepage, quote unquote, is the uh, the most frequently visited websites thing. I think that's just a new tab thing. Unless maybe your homepage could be that. I think I opened a new website. window and it did that. Yeah, that's not. Oh, oh, well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have no. I have no idea. It's that or like Google or nothing. Right. It's, it's probably Google. Like I. But I wonder how it. many people like actually make use of homepages because homepages used to be like a bit like having a landing page used to be a big thing mm-hmm. and then if you were a total nerd you would build your own homepage to have like the css feeds or the rss feeds that you want built right into some reader on your homepage and like sports scores or whatever and then i google and yahoo 
homepage. And I think I knew a guy that was running Linux. So he had like a bash script he had set up to uh, to do that. Yeah, but I guess everybody just kind of uses Google or whatever. It needs. Yeah, because of Google, and I move on. You know, uh, <laughs> but Firefox is a uh, well. Firefox has been using theirs lately uh, in interesting ways because they've been advertising their their extensions and 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 you know, and then of course there's a Google search there, which I'm sure they get paid off of per yep. search. Um, and, uh, what's, what's, is, is Internet Explorer still MSN or something? It's gotta be. Anybody out there? Anybody? Anybody use Internet Explorer? Uh, uh, SCW, or, uh, Sonic Screwdriver, sorry I'm mixing up my guys here. I don't give him the letters. I, I use the, uh, uh, Yahoo homepage for the news, he says. You'd be surprised how many people use that Yahoo homepage. Like, mm. it was scary. Like, I still, I still kind of use that. Like you use it, uh, a guy, a guy I used to work with, he just used it religiously. Like he'd be sending me news off of Yahoo News like all day long. Uh, <laughs> it, it was weird, um, but the uh, people, people read that. People use it. There are people using it. Like you know, we would talk to the, the people from Rivals.com and Yahoo Sports. I mean, people use that as a research, and it is a name that's been around for a while. So I mean, I think they're getting enough. Just I don't know, you know, uh, you know. Yahoo's one of those things. things that'll never die. Uh, but then again, looking at how AOL came around, they're doing content and they bought all the stuff that I read, anyways. Um, but uh, Nintendo, I don't have Chachi here, but this was interesting. Nintendo sells over 50 million DS units, 3DS sales fall flat in comparison. This isn't like news. Yeah. No. But it, their DS is still going strong. Yeah, over over mm. their 3ds, and and they were all over uh, Comic Con with their 3ds's and everything. Uh, it's just another sign of if Chachi was here, we'd have a little more to say about this, especially since he got to play a little bit of 3ds uh, over the weekend. Uh, BlackBerry, I know that's something that that he's had to deal with thanks to thanks to his employer. Uh, but everybody knows uh, BlackBerry was out last. Well, everybody that has a BlackBerry, everybody that works in a business that still uses Blackberries and has to serve them. Yeah, they had a really bad week last week. There's a huge outage. All those services that they bought the BlackBerry for kind of went away. Um, and there was an apology by Mike Lazaridis, who I think is one of the dual uh, CEOs going on over there, apologizing for that. But wait, there's more. You're going to get $100 in free BlackBerry apps. Oh, BlackBerry Yay. apps. So you can, uh, let's see, you can buy the, the uh... oh, wait, there aren't any. He's <laughs> like, what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, it, 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 can I exchange those for food stamps or something? <laughs> um, yeah, it's a uh, it, it, that's a that's a huge black eye for somebody that that has been their calling card. That has been what they've been surviving on is these uh, these uh, dependent uh, you know corporations on their services. Well, it's only a matter of time before they're. Um because BlackBerry popularity is waning, um, has been for a little bit. It's only a matter of time before that uh, lack of popularity leads to a lack of cash flow, and that lack of cash flow leads to a lack of support, and then things start to break and things get worse. And then let's say in, oh, I don't know, four years from now maybe, BlackBerry is no longer a household name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, a corporation boardroom name more like. Um, yeah. This is, I apologize for the services outages this week. We've let many of you down. Uh, the executives went on to say that services are approaching normal levels across Europe, the Middle East, and India, and Africa. I didn't realize this was a worldwide issue. 
Holy crap. Wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's horrible. You Your entire service went down for the entire... Yeah. I mean, even uh, Amazon's cloud service has never been like the whole thing down or anything. Like no, that. no. Uh, Brett, you're somebody that, that that operates on a on a service. I mean, do you have any perspective on this? Um, I mean, I wasn't really surprised about this happening to BlackBerry. Kind of like Rob said, it just seemed like something like this was coming. Um, and I did hear there there are, there was some other BlackBerry announcement today. They're launching a new platform that seems like it's going to be they, they, you know their last uh, their last try to make a go of it. But yeah, I, every I, time I, you make a phone call, they give you an ounce of heroin because they really don't want you to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I kind of feel like BlackBerry's going the way of uh, like CompuServe. <laughs> Not Yahoo, thankfully. Um, yeah, yeah. Not not hanging out there. Somebody's got it as their homepage, um, and and keep sending me links to the news. Um, yeah, yeah. I, especially especially on the eve of hey shiny new iPhone 4s and record breaking numbers uh, for that and 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 you know last vestiges of the number. I mean, this has bumped them down to like. You know, uh, they're probably pretty close to being the number four smartphone behind Windows at this point because Windows seems to be doing some tremendous stuff right now. I mean, I haven't used it, but uh, it, it, it's what they're doing to to do a commonality across their across their stuff like like we've seen Apple do in recent years. Uh, seems like the right thing to do for Microsoft. When uh, when was the i the the when when did the 4s come out? Like the official release date was that the 14th? Friday, Wait, what, what? Friday. Friday the 14th. Friday? Yeah. <clears throat> so since the the announcement, um, there's the research in motion. Their stock has gone down, um, uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. It's like slowly climbing back up, but it looks like after the issue the other day, it's going back down. Don't send hundred dollars in apps, man. They, they, bought, yeah. they all bought stock apps. Wow. Yeah, they're definitely they're headed towards kind of like a downward plateau. They were doing pretty good for a while. They were doing good from uh, from this, the beginning of October up until the 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 release of the iPhone 4s. They were doing all right. Just tra- travel along there. Um, I I, I want to see if uh, <laughs> investors unexcited by Rin's free app offer. Uh, not, not surprising. Uh, I did hear uh, some other about. Uh, the rim the rim shareholder says more investors support push for sale. Uh, some of them are really questioning the dual CEO ship, which I've never heard of anywhere else before. Uh, is that instead of getting dual core processors as your solution? Yeah. So, um, have you uh, have you looked at Apple stock lately by any chance? How have they been doing? <laughs> so when Steve Jobs died, Steve Jobs died. Steve Jobs died. Uh, a lot of people were like, you know, this is going to be it. This is going to be the the end of of Apple top stock. Well, they're currently rocking. Are they still? I think it's the highest it's ever been ever wow. at four hundred and twenty two dollars a share. You know that that's been the thing is I, I, people are really kind of dismissing this this new phone, uh, but it, yeah, I think it really kind of shows how solid they are. Uh, the pe- the people that are that are dismissing are like, well, who's buying all these phones? Is it, they. When I hear pundits think that that record people are buying iPhones because Steve Jobs died last week, is completely really? ridiculous. People <clears throat> really believe that's what's happening out there. But I'd really- like to see. I'd like uh, a uh, somebody to do a um, 
an exit poll, if you will, <laughs> um, of people who go into the Apple store and leave with an Apple product and ask them if they know that Steve Jobs died. Because I guarantee there's well, a good, huge percentage of them that don't have a clue. Unfortunately, you can't miss it because there's a post-it note, uh, you know. Uh, uh, there's you the know, murals or whatever. Yeah, mural to them uh, at just about every Apple store of some size. But still, like, I, oh, that's such a stupid. Was that on Fox News? I have to say it. I'm sorry. What? That that uh, that people are buying iPhone 4s. Because no, no. On, on, <laughs> on tech news shows that I trust. <laughs> Oh God! This who? Thing. Uh, specifically, Twit. I was listening to this this really? week in tech, their flagship show, and they the, these people believe this. Really? I don't know, this this is the pundits not living in the real world. This is why we do a show like this, Rob. Um, but <laughs> but really, I think it's more people like Riz over there that are sitting on you know Sprint and haven't had the opportunity. Hi, hi, Riz. Um, the people like me that have been sitting on three GS for how many years? I mean, God, people are out there still with an edge phone. Yeah, I mean, it really I mean, is. When you, you have combine... a long backlog of people that have been holding on to these phones with 3Gs, 3GSs, Edge phones. You know, it's not just the crazy people say, I have the 4, I need the 4S. You know, yeah. you're not going to get those people. More than anything, this phone's not going to get those people. Just like the 3GS, you know, you didn't get the 3G people. It really is kind of a perfect storm of all good things. Mm -hmm. um, when you look at everything that's playing a part in the 4S release with Sprint, with um, you know, Verizon is still certainly riding a wave well, from their initial. This is loops. the first launch, pure yeah. launch on Verizon in and, succession with everybody else. And that that the 4S is such like a there's in the, like honestly, there's enough cool stuff in the 4S that if you had talked to Apple five years ago, this is absolutely an iPhone five type thing. As in, like it's not a half release. There's enough stuff in here that if you had released this phone a few years ago. And Apple hadn't set this standard of really like knocking the full phone out of the park. You'd be like, yes, this is amazing. This is the coolest thing ever. This is better than everything else there is. But there's now an expectation that when they're going to do an iPhone 4, an iPhone 5, an iPhone 6, it better bring something absolutely ridiculous that you've never heard of to, to the field, which is why like I'm really banking on near-field communication for the iPhone 5, but the infrastructure isn't there yet. Mm -hmm. But you take all these things and put them together, like the, the, the camera. People are comparing the camera on the iPhone 4S to a digital SLR. I mean, it doesn't have the mirror. It doesn't have the swapping lenses. Either. The image quality alone and video quality alone, it's doing damn good. Mm -hmm. And when all these things come together, it's not hard to sell them. And that's why they sold out everywhere in the first day. Sonic Screwdriver says, uh, he, he points out the point, you can't find used Apple iPhones anywhere without paying basically new prices, uh, yeah. which is true. So there's not a, uh, there's there's not really, like the market's there. There's a reason everybody wants them. Everybody wants them unlocked so they can get them on you know, T-Mobile or whatever else they were doing with them. Um, but there isn't that market of, well, I can just buy the old one at, at an old price. Now there is for new phones, though. Uh, with what they did with the 3GS being free and uh, and the 4s being only $100. Those are the 4 is still a damn good phone for $100. Oh, for 100 bucks it's a steal. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I did not I'm an every other release for the iPhone kind of guy, which means uh, I get that sweet subsidized price because I don't really feel like paying ungodly amounts of money. Yeah. Yeah. For for a, a sweet phone. Um which means that, like, my next upgrade ideally will be the five, but the four is still like, especially once or I mean, expectingly, 
if Siri comes to the iPhone 4 and it actually works, and it works pretty well. I mean, that's that's all I need. I'm okay with that. And they give oh. they, they give you a nice care. They give you enough carrots to get the new one, but be perfectly happy with the old one. I mean, I'm sitting here on a 3GS and have most of the features you do on a four. Yeah. Uh, that with the upgrade, of course. Except it sucks. Except yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's all the time we have tonight, guys. So uh, thank you, Riz. For joining us and showing off, no problem. Showing off your new hotness. I am very hot. <laughs> oh, you mean the phone? I'm talking about the oh. phone. Oh, no, no, that hot yeah, red you're, you're welcome. That hot, hot red curtain behind you on the Skype feed. Um, <laughs> he's Twitter Riz IUP. If you want to tell him why he's wrong about everything, and and also compliment him on, on his room. Um, and you can find him uh, a lot of weeks on the Wrestling Mayhem Show contributing. Uh, WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Brett, you're at OnlyNPGH.com. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to set up again. Uh, everybody, check that out if you're in the Pittsburgh area here. Uh, and, and, and I am going to go check out Zombie at the Oaks Theater uh, playing the 21st to the 22nd this week. Uh, so, okay. thanks a lot for joining us. And thanks Rob, for having me. Rob. Yep. Does Rob things? I do do Rob things. I uh, you Rob you things. I do. You got I anything? do Rob things. Look out, kid. Do you got anything to plug or promote? Um, hang out at the museum. Yeah, I can. I can kind of talk about that now. Okay. Um, opening the twenty eighth, I think, of this month. Uh, Teeny Harris was a uh, pretty famous African American photographer in Pittsburgh uh, from the. 40s up until the 70s i think and in the largest galleries of the carnegie museum of art um we will have uh over a thousand photographs from his lifetime um, my part of it is uh seven very large uh projections 14 foot wide projections of uh some sync to some awesome custom composed jazz music of the time and all that good stuff so if you're into photography uh, or photography of Pittsburgh or history or any of that good stuff, you should uh, check it out. It'll be open for um, four months, I think, as long as my stuff doesn't break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was noticing, again, you know, being at the con, I got to take a look at all the uh, uh, interesting setups they had uh, at the booths. And there was a lot of iPad usage. Definitely oh, yeah. IPads message. are getting to be like, so there was there, like they had uh, they had a giant box thing for the new Transformers MMO there. That's I swear they've hardly even started on because all they had this really preliminary video to show. Uh, but they had this thing and, and they had uh, uh, literally an iPod iPad that was locked into the side of this 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 wall uh, to uh, it said, hey, go here to help uh, determine a class or something like that. And it had a QR code. And that was it. That's all it was doing. Those that touch, interface, nothing like that. And then I saw them around a lot of other places. Um, so, hey, yeah, I'm at uh, hey, Sorgatron.com is my blog. Of course, check out everything else going on at SorgatronMedia.com. You will see a whole bunch of videos coming out in the next week, uh, including our talks with South Park, with Voltron, uh, with uh, some zombie, zombie coloring book people. Uh, what else did we talk to? Uh, not Max Payne. We, we couldn't film that. And, and right here, we'll be having next week, we should have the video uh, talking to Ubisoft for Shoot Many Robots that Chachi did. They gave us a great uh, demo, and I realized some certain things that may not be uh, uh, language appropriate for this show because there's a certain character 
the fruit you know what uh from over at penny arcade in that one uh so go check that out and everything else going on guys we're here every tuesday 7 p.m eastern almost without fail at live.sorgatronmedia.com tweet us at awesomecast or email us contact at awesomecast.com if you want to contract Contri- contribute, Eddie. What was that? Wow. Contri- Where are you even going What's for? I don't word? even know. Wow. I need to drink some more of this apple cider here. Uh, 724-25-ACAST or 724-252-2278 if you want to voicemail us. And you can find the show over on iTunes, Mediafly, Roku, Blip TV, YouTube, Stitcher, Mevio. We're, the list is getting bigger and bigger. Check out all the links over at awesomecast.com for all that. Uh, thanks again to everybody. This is Sorg. You guys have been an awesome audience, an awesome chat room. Have an awesome one.